Happy Friday, everybody. It's Payday Friday. It's Julio. And Leslie. And this is Hold Up. How much? La, 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 la. Canta con mi coro, oye como va. La, 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 la. Deja la tristeza, échala pa' allá. What's going on, everybody? It's Julio, and I'm joined here, as always, by the radiant, the fashionable, the woman, Leslie Munoz. How are you today? I'm good. Good. So today we're going to have a, a little bit of a different episode. It's the final episode on housing and finding your house and building your house or, you know, finding that perfect home for you. And today we're joined by two very magical, special people that smell like magic. It's Jose and Desiree. How are you all today? Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Don't be shy. <laughs> Say your words. <laughs> we all want to hear them. Say your you. words. <laughs> Let your words fly free. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to invite uh, Jose and Desiree on the show today. Hi. We wanted to invite Jose and Desiree to the show today. We? <laughs> Where are we going with this? I invited them. Leslie wanted to invite <laughs> Thank you for getting credit where Jose credit is and due. Desiree in order to talk a little bit about their experience. They recently just bought a house. Congratulations, guys. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Do you thank feel... You. Uh, beautiful. How does it feel to be homeowners? Well, it feels pretty cool. I mean, it's nice coming home and just coming to your house instead of an apartment. Yes, it's exciting to have um, a place that you can call yours. Um, it's very different compared to... Um, being in an apartment and having um, to worry about parking or other, that other fun stuff. So it's nice coming to your own place. So I think in discussing the where you are today, it's important to look at the journey to where you came. And I think of it as like a never-ending story. Like you're riding that unicorn thing through the sky and all of a sudden you're in a magical place. So that's how I find home buying. But... Let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you all start off. Did you all rent for a while? Did you all, like, you know, rent apartments? Did you rent houses? You know, what was your rental process when you all did rent? Yeah, so we were in an apartment for, gosh, like four years. Uh, it seemed like a never-ending. We kept just renewing the lease, and uh, we went from a one-bedroom apartment to a two-bedroom apartment to get more space, and we switched from, like, a second-floor apartment to a first-floor apartment. And while the apartment living is okay, it's, man, it's... It's, you can't beat a house, you know. We 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 would just hear neighbors upstairs, or just like Desiree said, we'd have a hard time finding parking. You know, come home at night after work or after being social, and we couldn't find any parking spots anywhere. How social? <laughs> Very social. <laughs> <laughs> like the social network. <laughs> so when you uh, have you guys always rented? Like I mean, especially like when you were single, like stuff like that. Have you guys always had, had a always history of renting or? Like, when you all rented, was it like, I'm always going to look at different apartments? Did you guys move from different apartments to different apartments? Were it townhouses? Or how, how, what was your rental history in that regards? Um, I uh, first was in a um, rental home. Okay. Um, that was my the first experience I had with renting. And that was... It, that was okay. It wasn't terrible, but it was still... You're paying the same... For me, my thought process was that I'm still paying the same um, amount, like monthly payments versus um, owning a home. It's like you're paying for the same thing, but it's not yours. 
but compared to living in an apartment, um, the space was just different. Yeah. It was this again. It was the same price, but with smaller, less yeah, less space, and so it just wasn't um, comparing the two. I would rather be in a rental home if I had to be in that type of situation, but I just didn't like living in an apartment. It was just there's not enough space, and then two, you have to worry about your neighbors and if they pick up after their pets and you know what um surprises you're gonna find so did you find that renting like sets you up for where you are today i mean because a lot of people say well i'm just gonna rent forever or, do, or, or a lot of people just say well you know i don't want to rent because i feel like i'm i'm never gonna be able to you know to own my own thing i need to go straight to buy a house or i'm wasting my money but do you feel like renting got you to the point where you're at today like it really helped you guys like get to being homeowners now yeah, so I mean, we we really had talked about like we we only want to rent for for just a little bit of time, and I mean, it turned into four years, and we kept saying, yeah, you know, next year, next year, next year, and then, um, you know, um, right after we got married, we started looking, and we we had waited, we had, we had said we we're gonna wait till after we got married because we wanted to just go ahead and and just we thought it'd be another year or two to to get into a house, and it really for us it happened like really really fast. I mean, we looked at a house. At the beginning of uh, October, and by the end of October, we were closing on the house and moving in. Uh, and night and day compared to an apartment, like I said, you know, I guess some of the pros of living in an apartment is, you know, you don't have to worry about maintenance. You don't have to worry about, you know, cutting your grass or whatever. But at the same time, um, some of the cons is if you live in an apartment that's not very new, stuff's going to be breaking down. Yeah. You know, the maintenance people are going to be coming in and just... Sometimes they'll come in and fix stuff. Sometimes they won't come in and fix stuff. So it's kind of like... Was it's, it a hit or miss? Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss. It's not always like a good thing, it's I guess. more like patching and patching and right, patching. Right, right. It's an actual, like, you can't gut. Right, it's not a real... It's Right, exactly. You can't really make it yours. Like, you can't paint it. You can't, you know, you pay extra if you put holes in the walls, you know, type of things. So... And, and also, you're from like different... I mean, because you're also from, you know, from the valley. So, did you rent down there also when you lived down there or did you... Yeah, um, I rent I rented down there too and yeah. What were the differences? Like, I mean, because I, 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 we have a lot of different listeners <clears throat> from different places, like people from Virginia, people from New York. Shout out, shout out. Uh, you know, what what is it... So being in different places, did you notice that there was like different rules? There were different like ways of doing things? So, what I've noticed out here in San Antonio and in, in, in the neighborhood that we moved into, uh, for example, and even like in apartments... There's a lot of um, rules that are technically they're in place, but like for example in the valley, they don't seem to be enforced. And here, I mean, there's HOAs and there's like all these rules that apartments set. And um, even in our case, when we were renting an apartment, like we have we we came home one night and there was no parking, so we ended up parking in an empty um, carport spot. And the next day, we woke up and. The car was already towed, <laughs> so it's like Surprise. you know they yeah they yeah they enforce those rules fairly quickly, um, you know. And I, I feel like down in the valley, um, I'm not saying I'm not generalizing the whole valley. I'm not saying that they don't enforce certain rules and certain certain HOA um, um, rules that they might have in place in their neighborhoods, but it's a lot more lenient than it is here. I feel. Yeah, and the reason I bring that up is because you know a lot of times people think well renting is gonna be the same way no matter what state you're in or no matter what city you're in but it, it tends to vary depending where you're at i mean i remember when we were in jacksonville we were looking at possibly even renting um the rules were different especially like what was first and last and what the deposits were for pets i feel like everybody had a different 
like a different requirement of what to do things. So like, and um, even for pet rentals, like, were you, did you ever go to places where you had pets and they didn't require any kind of deposits or? Yeah, like here in San Antonio, a couple of the places that we went to go look at, they all required a pet deposit, a monthly pet um, rental. And a couple of the nicer places, even like would um, take your dog's poop or your pet's poop and they would uh, test it. And so they would have uh, traces of it. I'm serious. How do you get that and job? So, and, yeah. and so so that way, but see that, that, enforced, that enforced people cleaning up after their dogs because if they were walking their dogs in the green spaces, the common areas, that to pick up the dog poop because if they did it and they tested it and they found out it was your dogs, then you got fined like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. That is extreme. Yeah, <laughs> I would so. love to see the LinkedIn profile of the poop picker. <laughs> I I was Let's a resume. Let's see your resume. <laughs> I handled foreign matters. <laughs> oh, so you were a diplomat? No. <laughs> so since you said that that house, the house that you're living in right now, you found it like kind of like sporadically. What did you do before that? To- prepare yourself to move into a house well we definitely paid down a lot of debt um we we that was that's the biggest thing yeah as we we got our our you know we did a lot of research online and kind of like you know we looked into like you know kind of research like how much money you how much debt to income that's you'll hear that a lot like dti like debt to income ratio and what you owe uh as and you you combine your, your salaries and as long as you owe like i want to say it's like 30% yeah. or something like that of what you earn uh, or less than, you know, that's usually, what the VA process for us was was real simple. So you all in VA? Uh, yeah, we went with the VA loan. Uh, it was real simple. We had, we you know, we were blessed to, to find this great realtor that helped us out. Uh, I don't know if she listens to this, but shout out to Glenda Cook. Uh, shout out, shout out. She's a shout out. Uh, she's a realtor here in uh, San Antonio and she's awesome. And uh, she, she, I mean, she literally helped us from start to finish. I think the, Hardest part for us, obviously, first is getting our debt um, down to a more manageable, um, you know, level. Yeah. Once we got that uh, situated, then we then we could be serious about trying to buy something, and you know, by bringing down our our debt, and that kind of helps bring your credit score up. And of course, you want to have you know pretty decent credit score to be able to get into a home. So, yes, and I think too, like the next step once we did that, we had to figure out too. What could we financially afford? Yeah. I mean, just because you know we got rid of debt doesn't mean you would you know we would get into a home that we wouldn't be able to you know li- yes live in because you know you still have to have you you know paper utilities your you know your cell phones just everyday things groceries you know put gas in your car yeah. you know or even just to if you like to go out on a date night or whatever at least once a week like you can't. There were so many things that we had to consider um, and think about and even know, before for the starting that. future because, I mean, I think a lot of people, too, they don't think about, like, okay, I can afford this now, but what if, you know, an emergency happens or a family crisis or you add a member to the family? Like, they never think about all the extra, you know, costs that you're going to incur with those types of things. Um, but and real quick, also, um, look, oh, I am, so, I was interrupting, I, I did the cue, I said, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> forgive me. He put up his finger, y'all. I shall y'all wear the cone see. of shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. The cone of shame I wear. So, uh, oh, I wish we had a camera going wrong. He is wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> but with, with that being said, you know, in two episodes ago, we talked about, you know, um, 
getting uh, getting you qualified rather than being qualified. And a lot of times, I know you guys bought a new home, but do you feel like uh, at any time they were trying to get you qualified rather than you being qualified? Did you ever find that this, they were trying to kind of like maneuver you or were you guys like, no, we know that this is what we qualify for, this is what we can afford, we're going to go that route. Yeah, did they ever try to get you to go up on your budget? So actually, um, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question because it was actually... Whenever we first started the whole process, to us, the, the most challenging part was the application process because they asked for so much information and, you know, taxes and bank yeah. statements and, you know, any open lines of credit that you have, just everything. And they, they don't just want to, they don't ask, like, how much is in your bank account. They want to see statements from, like, three months ago, <laughs> like, all this information, right? No Pay secrets. stubs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, three and, months ago, I didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then they want to know, like, okay, well, why did you, t where's $1,000? What did this, what is this money? Why did you move this money here? They kind of know all kinds of information. Um, what really helped us, I think, was once we got um, pre-qualified, um, our, our realtor, again, got us uh, with a um, loan officer that got us pre-qualified, but we told her since the very beginning what we wanted to pay. Like my wife said, you know, Desiree said, you know, we don't want to be house poor. We want to be able to do some of the things that we we're used to doing and still be able to, you know, afford a home. And um, so she, when we met with her after we were pre-qualified, I remember Desiree said, just out of curiosity, how much are we qualified for? And she goes, well, do you want to, do you want to spend more money on a house or are you okay with a house that you can afford now? And she's like, no, no, I just want to know, like, you know, I mean, I'm okay with the house that we can afford now, um, but she goes, I can get you into a bigger house, but your payment's going to be more than what you what than what you want to pay. And she's like, okay, so then, I mean, we never found out exactly what we were pre-qualified for, but I mean. But I did like that she wasn't, um, she wasn't pushy about it. I, I'm yeah. sure that there's some realtors that can be a little bit more aggressive in, in the way that they want people to get into i mean they'll build you this this picture of, of a home that looks so beautiful but again financially can you afford because it because they'll get you so. with i think one of the things that i remember hearing is that the big oh it's only this extra extra right what were you telling me about like if it goes up a thousand it's only extra um it's only like an extra like 20 bucks yes yeah, like yeah. an extra 20 bucks and right. you're like oh yeah 20 bucks but when you think about 20 bucks or thirty bucks or whatever over the span of the lifetime of the mortgage. Plus the interest. That's a lot of money. With that being said, you know it looks like, and but that tends to happen a lot when you're buying a house. It's like people are like, well, what can I, you know, what did I qualify for? Because I'm sure that if they tell you that number, you're like, wait, what? I qualified for how much? And then all of a sudden you're like, well, maybe we can make that work. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe it would be nice. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Love will find. Love will find a way. <laughs> It and then the bridge <laughs> finds its way too <laughs> but it's like you know and in a lot of times because you know there are other people like they'll think well status mm -hmm. I need to be in X kind of house because I need to show a certain status mm -hmm. and you know again when we first started doing this podcast we talk about kept keeping up with the Joneses and you know a lot of times we want to be like oh I'm Samantha I drive a, a G-Wagon G-Wagon but it's like a lot of times we're so focused on either what we you know perceive ourselves as oh look i'm successful because i live in xyz or i live in the dominion and here we have and if you're in miami it's called um Coral Coral Gables. Gables or you know everywhere you have your own little like or manhattan if you're in new york but it's like everywhere like there's that that place where everybody's like i want to be there so i'm recognized so people know who i am but a lot of times once you have something that's yours you're like oh my god like when you guys signed that piece of paper that made that house 
yours. What was that like? Like, what was that that, that first like feeling that came out? Um, I was excited. I honestly, <laughs> I cried. I was super excited because <laughs> um, it's a it's a big step um, in anyone's life that that can make um, that type of accomplishment. Just because buying a home can be scary and it can be it makes it opens up your eyes to you know like your income your your debt you know what do i want for my life or my family it's just a lot um you know to take in so it was for me it was it was really exciting well for you yeah it was pretty exciting i mean just getting getting you know the keys to our house was yeah i mean i cried too i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it's it's like it's like it's like the biggest per- I mean they say, say buying a home is buying the biggest purchase you ever make yeah. in your entire life yeah. and so for us I mean again just you, you know we, we were praying and we were praying on it every night and um, you know we thank God that he was able to, to you know move us into this home make it super easy to move into this home and you know and, and just we were very grateful to him and, and just we blessed him and we thanked him for, for you know for him blessing us so is there anything looking back that you would do differently when it comes to buying a home? I say I would say probably save a little bit more money, have like more cash on hand and um, you know but kind of um, like on for example our case uh, we literally had just finished paying off a wedding like we got married in September and we started looking in October. So by the end of October we're moving in so, yeah. It's not like we, we would have had the money had we not paid for the wedding. But, you know, it's kind of like we weren't planning on buying a house. But I feel like, again, you know, God made everything so easy for us to get into this home that we feel like it was it was it's just a blessing. Yeah, it was just it was meant to be. And then I also think um, with how, like kind of uh, piggyback off of what Jose was saying is that if you do have more money in your account, because I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but at least like in our situation with the loan that we were going through, um, when they were doing or looking at our accounts, like the final round that they're looking at everything, um, it did play a factor in the interest rate at the same time. And I didn't know that. I specifically thought your um, your credit report, was it was solely based on that. But I think yeah. the loan process that we went through is it it plays a factor if you have a lot more money in your bank account with saving because you're not so much of a high risk. Yeah, that's that's what so. they're looking at. You're looking at the level of risk that you are. So ultimately, if you're very liquid, is what they kind of look at, then you are considered low risk. So likewise, if you would have put down, say, 20%, you would have been considered low risk in that regard as well. Even though the VA loan doesn't require you to put any money down mm-hmm. or other than earnest money if you're buying a new home or you're buying even a pre-owned home, uh, but yes, uh, the more liquid you are, the more, let's say you are, even if you have a 401k that's very big, which you should never tap into your 401k, but at the end of the day, if they say you're liquid in multiple areas, th- you're considered low risk. But yes, if you're a higher risk, that does tend to sh- shift uh, your interest rate in that regard. So yeah, absolutely. Um, with that being, oh, I'm sorry, did you want? Well, I want to forget my question. Go. So, because um, I've done that already. Two, two times. I know, I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to stay to the back. Code of shame. No. That's gonna be hard. Into the shadows. <laughs> so, as new home buyers, um, what do you think are some? Because I mean, we bought a house um, in June, 
But what are some things that you think new home buyers like going into the market looking for a new home? What are some things you think like they like traps or things that you fell into that you thought you needed and now that the whole process is over thinking like, yeah, we really didn't need that. What do you think that new home buyers get caught up in? Um, well, I think first of all, if you're looking for a new home, ask for any any of the like any of the appliances. Ask for them. Ask the the builder to to buy them because a lot of times they'll they'll buy them for you. They they won't consider those upgrades or ask them to put blinds in your home. Ask them to uh, maybe they can change some things that they won't charge you for, like maybe putting tile all the way through. Or I mean, a lot of times little things like that. As long as you're not changing the design of the house. Um, you know, like the structure of the house. I mean, it's it, they should be able to, you know, those are like, you know. Do you think a lot of people are scared to ask for those things? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are scared and they feel like, oh no, they're going to upcharge me if I tell them to change the color. Or of the they're going to take away some of the money they're giving you for like. A, a for incentive money incentive that they call money. it, right. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times it doesn't cost them any more money to put a different color tile or a different type of floor because they're already putting, they're already buying the materials to do that. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing um, is. Again, if you would just have a little bit of money in the bank when you when you buy a home, then you don't have to worry about, you know, struggling to go buy a fridge or struggling to, you know, buy a couple of things that don't come with a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but again, ask your builder. Sometimes they'll throw them in there, and then maybe they want to get rid of that house, and they'll they'll throw in stuff for you to 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 buy the house. Anything on your end? No, don't stare at me like that. No. I'm just no. Kidding. <laughs> I can edit that out. It's just kind of hard, I feel like, on, I mean, because our realtor was just so um, helpful, and honestly, she really did have our best interest, and that would be one of the Again, shout out, Glenda Cook. (laughs) Shout out, shout out. That would be one of the things I would think to honestly consider, because this is somebody that is going to be helping you through this process, and again, it is a big um, purchase, so she really did um, push, you know, for us, and, and, um, you know, asked for blinds or, you know, any anything that we could get um, just to get us into that home. And I think that would be mm-hmm. one of the major things because there, there's other people that I have heard who have gone through this process and it's, you know. Didn't have such great luck with their realtors. Yeah, interview realtors. Yeah. Did you, all inter- did you all go through a process where you went to different realtors or basically you guys really lucked out and had a really good one? Yeah, I think we yes. just lucked, yeah, we mm-hmm. lucked out. Yeah, I mean, because we, you know, when you go and you look at model homes and you meet so many different people and some of them can be very, again, very aggressive or they want to, you know, set up so many appointments with you. And I guess just with her, it just didn't, it just felt like it flowed. It wasn't um, forceful. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I just think when um, somebody just has your best interests, they're not going to try to, you know, rush you into something that, you know, they're going to take their time to explain everything. You know, you bring up something very, very interesting. Um, I was actually, uh, where I work today, um, there's this uh, young lady who's looking to buy a home as well. And she says that what she was scared of is that when this realtor would not work with her unless she would sign this exclusive uh, agreement just to work with her, mm-hmm. right? So what I've noticed is the biggest scam that's out there with realtors is they make you sign this piece of paper saying, oh, you can only work with me. Let me ask you a question. What... Honestly, is tying you to that person because you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm working with you." You never hear from them again. You go on to the next person, sign the same piece of paper, and you're gonna go buy a house with them like that as well. Yeah, I don't think we signed any I, any any uh, 
contracts or any exclusive with deals with the, with that particular realtor that we had. We looked at houses. Um, that's just a, bought our second home. Yeah, that's that's just a warning I threw out there. Is a lot of times real, some realtors that want to be pushy, they'll say you have to sign this for me to work with you, and you can only work with me. Yeah. I mean, really, that, to them, insane. to them, yeah, to them, it's 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 their commission, right? That's how they get paid. It's their, it's their commission. But yeah, I mean, definitely, I would I would run away from that type of realtor because then you're like you're forced to work with them, and nothing's forcing you to work with anybody. Exactly. Or, and I mean, we didn't. We certainly didn't feel like we were forced to work with with the realtor that we that we work with, and we didn't have to sign. We didn't sign anything with her. That's that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, so. and, and I find that being very important because it's. I feel like it's ultimately like you're making a purchase that's a quarter. Some some chances are a quarter of a million dollars, half a million dollars for some people. I mean, it's it's a like you said, it's a significant purchase you're gonna make in your life. So do you really want to start off that relationship with, hey, by the way, sign here and this is our prenup and you know yeah. we're we're stuck here? It's like yeah. I mean, like uh, no, we're not gonna play that I game. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. <laughs> this ain't that kind of show. No. <laughs> So let me ask you, and you brought you mentioned something earlier that I think it's good to dive into. When when you're setting aside of what you're gonna spend when you move into the house, when you first moved in, did you notice, oh man, I didn't think we needed to buy this, or maybe this furniture I thought that we didn't need and now we need to buy this because this area is empty, or did you guys are you guys finding today that you there's still things where you're like, Wow, you know, I didn't think we were gonna need the XYZ and now we you know we have empty spots everywhere. Yeah, we actually we're in the process of trying to fill up the house <laughs> with furniture because we went from a two bedroom apartment that was like nine hundred square feet to like we literally doubled in size. The house is almost like nineteen hundred square feet. Nice. And it's like got three bedrooms, a TV room, an office and you know, we went from a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> like, yes. big I'm difference. Sure I'm sure somebody in, in one bed. <laughs> I'm sure somebody in New York listens to you like, really? Really? And, and I live with a guy named Steve, and he eats cereal all day. <laughs> and they, Shout out, Steve. And they have our furniture, so we, we, we've we passed down a lot, and they have my mom's furniture, so it's like... We still have your mom's furniture. And we still have my mom's furniture. She was uh, secretly at Ashley's furniture on the side. <laughs> But it's like, but you notice that, right? Like as you're going through things, like they're like, man, I didn't think I needed that, or even lawn service, even like, because now I'm sure oh, who yeah. cuts the oh, who cuts the grass. You enjoying that? I'm, not yet. Well, I haven't even done it yet. But <laughs> I walked, in, I walked, I walked in the backyard today, and it's a jungle because it's been raining in San <laughs> Antonio like, the last few days. Yeah, yeah, it's like those weeds are crazy. <laughs> so yeah. I'm Charlie, Charlie's their little, they have this little toy, it's a toy poodle, right? Yeah, it's a toy poodle. Char- Charlie gets lost. Welcome yeah. to Jamal and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, honey, I shook the kids back there. Yeah, he loves it back there. Yeah. But it's like the little things, like things you would never think like, man. Yeah, I really so to- yeah, that's actually, I, that's a good point. Yeah, we don't have a lawnmower, we don't have a weed eater. <laughs> so we have to plan it, you know, plan on getting somebody to do our yard until we, you know, we buy those things. Because again, living in an apartment, you don't have to worry about any of those things. The yard man comes out once every two weeks or whatever and wakes you up at eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when they're, <laughs> when they're cutting the grass right by your window, you know. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, this is a fun story. Uh, the, when we first moved into our last house, okay, we didn't have any of that stuff. We didn't have weed eater. We didn't have anything. So I said, I don't want a thing where I have to put gas in it. So this guy goes, man. I think he was like one of these hipsters, like, man. My name is like Destiny, and I'm your destiny today. <laughs> He's like, so what ends up happening is he um, he tells me go with electric. It's battery. It's great. So me thinking, oh, this thing's gonna cut like nobody's business. I charged it about halfway, <laughs> and I think it was like, yeah, yeah. I took 15 minutes in one spot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, 
Because I think that's because you've never mowed a lawn in your life. I did it, and then, the, and then what I figured out is that you know when you go cut your hair with somebody that doesn't know how to cut your hair and they have patches everywhere. <laughs> Yo, but, I totally look like that because our yard in like <laughs> in North Carolina was super small, so like he only had to cut it with the weedy. Yeah, he like cut it with some scissors. I'm out here. What I'm are you doing? I'm cutting the grass. And then all of a sudden they were like, "Why are there so many patches?" I go, "I la- I saw the movie 101 Dalmatians, oh and I was motivated." <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, no, and then from that, I still have that, that I still have that battery lawnmower thing over there. It's probably like, why don't you love me? <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, the, but th- that's definitely one of the things that you want to purchase when you buy a house is lawn equipment. <laughs> if you want to, yeah, yeah. or you could just hire somebody. But mm, I know a guy. Yeah, you know a guy, right? Or yeah. a lady. I mean, you never know. He's man. hot. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask you. Um, this lady ain't gonna be out there. <laughs> so let me ask you. Um, now that you've gone through this process, and now that you have your loan and you have, you know, you're you're starting in this. Do you feel now that based on the choices that you've made with this purchase, you're still able to do the things you were doing before, or do you find that you're being a little more cautious, or do you find like now, you're, man, maybe you overestimated the amount of house you bought? And no, no you know, no, no judgment, because I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to you. When we first moved into our last house, I thought we were okay. And then it became a little more than we could handle. But then it took us a while to finally work around to, you know, being manageable because we still wanted to live in the, like this way of life that we just couldn't do. There's no way. But do you guys feel like you're, you're still being able to do what you can do or? I don't, I don't really feel that it's changed that much. Um, I mean, cause we still like, you know, we like to go to um, the wineries in Fredericksburg. Oh. You know, we, I'm we, Samantha. Not so much anymore, but yeah. you know. We, I mean, if you're going to winery now, I mean. you know, <laughs> in the beginning, you know, we still we, we I feel like we're still doing the same thing. Um, now, the only thing that may have changed um, a little bit is we're spending a little bit more time just, I guess, trying to get at home. Yes, like our our home in order. You know, putting stuff away, getting rid of boxes. I feel like that's really the only thing that has um, kind of taken most of our time but I honestly feel um we you know we can still do the things that we enjoy yeah we, we did kind of plan though like when when we started you know when we knew that we were going to buy the house in the middle of October it's like yeah you guys are they give us a closing date and all that fun stuff um we did we did tell ourselves okay well let's not go too crazy over the holidays let's not go too crazy with you know spending money because we need to figure out how we're going to, you know, how all the bills are going to come, like the mortgage and the light, you know, the electrical, all the utilities, how we're going to be able to, to manage all those things. Because, you know, our, our, the amount of money that we paid in, in, in the apartment to a house did go up. It didn't go up like crazy amount because the rents are pretty expensive yeah. here in San Antonio, but um, it didn't go up like a crazy amount, but it's still, it was higher than what we were used to paying. Yeah. And then now, now you've got to factor in, you know, uh, utilities go up a little bit higher. You know, you got to pay more water. You got to pay. You know, HOA. yeah. There's HOAs and stuff like that that enforce a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully, they won't say anything about the grass right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah. But but you know, little things like that where where you know we, we yeah we we because we, we've only been there like three months now. Oh, this man. is our third month, mm-hmm. and so we're you know we're still trying to kind of like you know like you said kind of balance balance things out to figure out what we can do and what are the things that we yeah. might have to you know, cut out, like, for example, the wineries. <laughs> so um, one of the last things I kind of want to, um, you know, do here is kind of talk about 
So you've gone through this process, you've experienced, you know, the markets, you've seen what's out there. What would you say, um, you know, for your future? You know, a lot of people say, did you went, you know, did you say that this was going to be your forever home? Or is this art? Do you think to yourself, maybe in five years you might look to maybe upgrade or you might look in 10 years to downgrade? Or do you ever think to yourself, you know, going up or down when it comes to purchasing? Because a lot of people, they buy and they say, well, you know, this is where I'm going to be forever. Or they'll say, you know, this is where I'm going to be maybe for the next five years. Maybe I'll be here for a year. How do you, where's your guys' path right now as far as, you know, I know you guys just bought it. I know you just moved in. So thinking about, you know, another house moving in the next time. But where are you guys now when it comes to just, you know, your home experience? So I think I know we, that's something that we had talked about too last year um, when, we, when we were talking about buying a house. It's like, you know, the house that we buy, we would like for it to be our forever home. Mm-hmm. But, and it might have just been, again, um, the way it worked out, it was such an easy process for us to get into this home that, I mean, we put our cards right. Who knows? In a few years, we might be doing this again <laughs> to maybe get into a bigger home. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I think for right now, I think I think we're okay. I mean, I'm okay with where we're at, but... Me too. You know. Because <laughs> you're so... They live seven minutes away from us, so... <laughs> we're really close. Well, let me ask you, and then the moving process, I mean, uh, the moving process as a whole, how exciting was that? <laughs> I mean, it was still um, a little frustrating in the beginning, you know, because you, you start packing stuff and you, you think, you don't realize how much... Um, you have in your you know house how much crap you have it's okay it's okay we all have crap stuff and you're just like do i really want to take this to the new place like you know and then you start to declutter and you know you get rid of things and decide what you want to keep or whatever but um we honestly don't have that much stuff we recently helped our (laughs) my parents move and I mean, oh yeah, compared to them, yeah. we have, <laughs> they have two storages full of crap. They had so much stuff, and it's just funny to to um, go through that process with them because uh, I've never seen my mom want to throw so much stuff away, you know. But yeah. again, they've lived in the same home for you know twenty five years, so wow. they've accumulated so many things. Twenty five years, like and that's because they and that's because they decluttered a lot before they put stuff in storage. Yeah. So I think definitely, you know. You know, moving and unpa- unpacking boxes—that's that can be kind of challenging sometimes when you move into a, any any place, but into a house. Was that a cost that you thought that you honestly were like, "Wow, I didn't think it was gonna cost this much." Maybe to rent a truck or for boxes or like, was that something that you were like, "Oh man, I was not expecting any of this." I don't think that the. I mean, luckily for us, we work in, in dental offices, so we we have access to to boxes whenever awesome. you know we don't have to really buy boxes. But I, just the biggest thing is just moving stuff. I mean. You, you know, you you don't want to be lifting real heavy things unless you're a professional mover, and we're not professional movers. <laughs> so there's times where, like, man, oh, yeah. we wish we would have hired we would have hired movers to move some of the heavy stuff uh, or to put stuff together because you know that you know you're doing all that stuff for for a long period of times or frequently, you know, can get pretty pretty tiresome pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I I will admit I'm glad that we didn't have to make that extra expense just because. I was already thinking, okay, well, when we move, we're going to have to, you know, start planning for our first mortgage payment, you know, the utilities, we have to transfer so many things, we're going to have to update paperwork, you know, pay HOA, there's so many things that were already going through my head, and I'm just thinking, if we don't have to make this extra expense, we'll just, you know, do um, with 
what we can and with what we have. So that worked out. And luckily, we have relatives that have pickup trucks, so we didn't have to get a U-Haul. So that was kind of nice. I will tell you this: uh, when we so when we moved from uh, our ja- second home, ours. I mean, oh, I, I was talking about the time we paid for movers. The, yeah, well, to move here. Yeah. yeah. So there was well, there was a time we went to the U-Haul. Uh, not from no, not not from North Carolina. That was that was absolutely terrible. <laughs> but the military paid. They're like, oh, well, we're gonna pay for that. I still have to pay like sixteen hundred bucks out of my own pocket. Wow. Like, that's not even enough money. And the crazy thing was that we were in this. I'll tell you that story real quick. We were in a we were from North Carolina to here. We were in a U-Haul, and the things we were dragging <laughs> our car. So every no, time we, it was from here to North Carolina. No, and back. No, because I drove back. With my dad, when we came, when we moved. Oh, back. that's another story for another day. <laughs> but when we were driving North Carolina, we had so the whole thing was like any little wind. It was like we had to hold on to the steering. We're like, oh my god, why is this happening? So <laughs> I we could, listened to Christmas carols the whole way. Yeah, that was the greatest day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> the one that put him on. I He's like elf. <laughs> he was. It was the it, it was like and then we couldn't go more than fifty miles an hour because if not the, the the thing would like tail spin all crazy. And I'm like, no, we're gonna we're gonna go fifty. <laughs> Whoa. So it was, but when we moved from uh, our last house to this house, um, we said, "Well, it'd be easier if somebody packed for us." Because man, I really to, to pack all this. Remember when we were in North Carolina? We it took us like JJ. a month, and we had just had JJ. I'm like, man, can we, can we really pack all this well, stuff? I just had well, JJ. you guys, had, you guys were packing when you were still like pregnant, right? Or were you guys little uh, things? Well, yeah. we had already had a lot of stuff packed because we were buying another house, and then we backed out of that when we changed our mind. So we had like. The office packed, um, but the rest of the stuff we still had to pack. So it was yeah, we hired people. It was very nice. Yeah, it was, it was like hey, let's do this. But then we started doing the cost, and so we started looking at different companies. Man, I'm not kidding you. For them to pack us up, put everything into a truck, hold it for a week because our house wasn't ready yet, and then to move us in, and, and they didn't unpack it. They put everything in the rooms we wanted to. It was like five thousand dollars. Oh my god! Five thousand dollars. I mean, what was the distance in mileage? No, the what, the bigger cost was the, and it wasn't yeah, that. What it, cost allowed was the storage. The storage because they had to oh. add hold. Because they kept it in the trucks, and that was. What oh, was like so one of those. Uh, what do they call yeah. it? Store, the boxes or whatever. No, it no, no, no. It was actually, it was actually a truck. Oh, they actually kept it in a truck oh, wow. because it was such a quick turnover. Actually, it wasn't a week. It was like four days or something. Three it felt days. like a week. It felt like a long time, but yeah, they. Um, that, that was, was one of the biggest part. parts and of the was, cost. It it was more expensive because it was right before the Memorial Day weekend. Oh. And then a lot of people don't think that if you're going to have movers, you know, that they charge more in the summer. Because a lot of people... Yeah. Well, I know, exactly. A lot of people move in the summer, so they charge you more. So yeah. if you plan... If you're going to get a house, plan to get a house in the winter because <laughs> moving, you know, is a lot cheaper apparently. So but, who knew? But I'll never forget that. I was like, wait, how much? I was like, descuento? <laughs> <laughs> we did get a military discount. But honestly, like a few like two or three things got broken. But I will say, like, it was the best money we ever spent. The next if I ever move again, which I don't want to move for a very long time because just moving is a pain in the butt. Is I'm gonna pay for them to pack it all up and I'm gonna pay for them to unpack everything. Because I was looking for speakers and stuff like that for like weeks at a time. Like, where is all that stuff? And it was like hidden in a jacket. We slept somewhere. on the air mattress for a while because we couldn't blow up our beds. It was a it was an interesting time in our lives. So, yeah. <laughs> moving. So fun, moving. Yeah. Fun houses, lots of fun. Yeah. So to close it out, anything any last words you wanna give to the universe. The, the 
universe. My God, are people from Saturn listening to this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Hmm. So like, like uh, any anything you want to leave to um, the universe. Oh my God, the universe. Let the, the universe go. What the mercado? It's like what? what is I think it? I think the biggest the biggest thing is save money, have like cash in your bank account because again when they when they when you go through the whole loan process and even if you have you know good credit and you're able to you qualify to to get into a home they even if it, even, even if you don't have to pay closing costs or whatever it's still nice to have that money cuz that that'll come come that'll come in handy yeah and to be patient through the process cuz it can be very frustrating so just yeah. try and be patient and supportive um, of one another of one another <laughs> One has to be the rock if the other one's freaking out. Oh, that's a story for another day. Oh, we definitely want to hear that one. Anyways, so thank you guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thanks you for, for having us. Thank you for coming on here. Uh, hopefully you guys become insta-famous after yes. this. You know, people from New York are going to be like, we'll I know you, that guy. We'll give you a shout out. Shout out. out. Oh, shout out. That's a San Antonio shout out. <laughs> want to thank you all for joining us today and for listening to another episode of Hold Up How Much. This is episode nine. Hold up. We are homeowners. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your likes. Thank you for your listens. Thank you for all the new uh, listeners that we have acquired in yes, different states. Yes, we appreciate you so much. And uh, as always, uh, please follow us on a- on all platforms that are for podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, tune in. Rate us, please rate us. Rate, subscribe, follow. And also check us out on Instagram under at Hold Up How Much. On Facebook under Hold Up How Much. And if you have any questions, as always, you can send us an email. We're under ljmindustry at gmail.com. Or if anything, just leave us a comment on what you would like to listen to in a future episode. Anything you want to leave us with? No. Nothing you want to say to the... I just love hearing your voice, so I think we're good. Oh, dear God. I want to hear your voice. You're so weird. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you learned so much and being a part of our first interview. Um, have a great Friday, payday Friday, and a great weekend. This is Hold Up How Much. I'm Leslie. And I'm Julio. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. Saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke niggas.